Hey there, hi there, hi there. It's another pod in another seamless second. I want the 60 minutes music in the background. (laughs) Who wants to start? You want to start? Okay, well, mine is pretty short this week because, you know, that quiz room booby. Um... I still haven't listened to Justin Bieber's album. We all know changes. I'm not ready. There's too many tracks and I'm scared. But he was on Corden the other day. I didn't watch it, but I heard a lot about it. So I just, I didn't watch the interview section because I think he's going to be there for the whole week. It's like a Harry Styles moment, but not. Because uh, it's not Harry Styles. I know, never will be. And then, okay. So they did the Spill Your Guts or Fill Your Guts, which is one of my personal favorite segments. Mm -hmm. The questions were kind of like. This time they were kind of boring, but uh, a few stuck out to me. Okay, so our boy Jay Biebs, he was asked to rank his wife's friends from like you know most likable to least likable. Is he turned into like the Nick Jonas where everything has like his wife has to be brought up and everything? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like the thing is, is with him. It was kind of awkward to watch because he was really, like, trying to, like, play with the audience. I need to stop saying like. I'm sorry. But he kept looking out and, you know, shrugging, like, oh, what do I do? And I'm like, shut up. Do it. Like, just have the conversation between y'all. But the friend options were Kendall Jenner, Gigi Hadid, and Karen. Cara Delevingne. Yeah, because I saw her Instagram post about it. Mm-hmm. And he put Cara at the bottom, Gigi in the middle, and Kendall on top, but he explained, he was like, it's because I know Kendall the best, he's like, I don't really know Gigi and Cara that well, and like, that's a valid thing, I don't know that I would have answered that, but you do you, Mm -hmm. and then James, the one that stuck out for him, he was asked to pick who was his favorite, Harry or Justin, but he didn't answer, but, yeah, somebody said on Twitter that he drank the... It was, wasn't it, like, Bert's saliva? Mm-hmm. He drank the Bert's saliva, so he didn't have to say Harry. I know, we all I know mean, the answer. On. But he could have skipped around it, because it said favorite 25-year-old, and I'm like, Harry's 26 now, but that's... Ooh, why'd they have to say 25? Because Justin's 25, he's almost 26, he'll be 26 March 1st. But that just sounds like a weird way to phrase it. Like, I think you're just dumb. Probably. No teenage James Corden, um... I have some opinions on him. I've heard a lot of tea. I heard he's um, not very nice. Ooh, no. That's the tea. And that hurts me. I mean, if you go on... <laughs> this is so weird. I think if you go on Yelp and look up, like, the late... Whatever his show is called. Um, there's a lot of people who... There was somebody who left a really bad review and kind of talked about how James acted with the audience and how he didn't act with the audience. And it was not pretty. It makes me sad to hear those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But the last... The one question that really just, for me, James was asked, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you regret doing cats? And I was like, ah, he ain't gonna answer. But you did. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, you never know how things are gonna turn out. He spent like six days filming it. Oh, that's not even that long. Uh Uh-uh. And he was like, but it was so much fun. Everyone is so lovely, blah, 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 whatever. But he still said 4.5. Out of 5? Out of 10. Oh, I did. Well, that he didn't regret it? Or one being least regret, ten being absolutely hmm. awful. I mean, here's the thing. So, at the Oscars, him and Rebel Wilson, um, they both presented best visual effects. Haha, <laughs> very funny. Oh, my God. Um, in the cat's costume. 
Now, I thought it was funny, although it was the Oscars, and I feel like that's kind of... I don't know. It didn't really fit the setting because, you know, the Oscars is very prestigious and all that. But everybody had a laugh, and it was actually very funny. They were poking fun at the fact that, you know, it didn't have the best visual effects. They were saying, like, a film needs to have the greatest visual effects ever. And then after they presented the nominees, they pretended to be cast and were, like, playing around with the mic as cats. But I kind of felt bad for the people who won it because <laughs> it was like, you've just won an Oscar. And look who you're, who it's presented by. Maybe they had a fun time, though. I mean, it did seem like a fun time, and I like the fact that they poked fun at it. All right, Queen, what's your seamless second? So I'm going to do a recommendation, because that's all I ever do. So Taylor and I, last week, after recording two podcasts... <laughs> Which actually worked out pretty well, and yeah. it usually doesn't. Mm-hmm. We decided to go see Birds of Prey. You know, I was already going to go see it, and I was like, Taylor, you want to go? And she eventually was like, you know what, why not? Let's go. I said, I want popcorn. Mm-hmm. It had my girl Margot Robbie and, you know, Birds of Prey. I think the full title, okay, let me think. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. But they have shortened it since then. <laughs> A queen could never remember. And that's mm-hmm. on Kesha's Mother Effin' Woman. <laughs> so basically, the whole movie was just following Harley... You know, Harley, she was going through it. She was following a breakup from Jared Leto's Joker, which... Mr. J. Mr. J, you know. Um, and following some other cool people. Honestly, like, when I really think about it, I don't remember the plot that well. But, you know, it was a really fun movie, I would say. You know, there were, of course, flaws. But what movie doesn't? And it was a fun time. And by the end of it, I felt empowered. I felt like I was, like, a woman or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Am I a woman? I think I'm a woman. I said this whole time I've been a 12-year-old girl. But today, because Kesha said it, I'm a woman. Yeah. The soundtrack slaps. Pretty bopping. Download the album. Been listening to it. I've made my own playlist of, you know, empowered women. Just, you know, like, these car rides, they're getting a little fun up in here. I'm just saying. I've been bopping and popping. Yeah. You know, my car rides have been a little questionable <laughs> these days. Like, it's a lot of Kevin Garrett. He said, can we go to the... And I said... Mm. Yeah. Are we ready? Ooh. I think we are. So this is part two of our... Uh, what we learned in school days. Mm-hmm. So fun. We're getting to the fun... Stuff. We're getting to the chapters of life that we can actually kind of remember better. Because we were sentient humans at that yeah. time. And I know you guys are probably like, man, you guys talked a lot about like traumatic stuff from your childhood. When do you get to the good stuff? And we're not going to get to the good stuff. <laughs> I think mine's kind of like evenly divided. There's some good, there's some bad. I think there's one year there's good stuff. Guys, let's just say this. You know, high school was not fun. I'm just going to say high school. I have a lot written down for each year of high school because, like I said, I can actually remember high school. Mm -hmm. Like, 7th and 8th, I didn't write very much because it was a long time ago. But, you know, I'll share what I can. Okay. Some names might have to get changed. Oh, yeah. I need to change. Hold on. Let Let me think of names for these people. Hmm. I mean, you can go ahead and tell yours if 
Oh, uh, okay. Should I just jump right into seventh grade? Uh, sure. Okay, so seventh grade, like I said in the last podcast, I think, my middle school experience was kind of weird. So fifth through eight, fifth through eight, wow, no, let me try that again. Five through eight were like two different schools. So five and six was one school and then seven, eight was a different school. And that's on crackheads. <laughs> that's on what is the school system doing? And, you know, we were still in pods. I remember that. <laughs> Uh, this was the year that I met one of my friends to this day, my baby girl, Danielle. We had English together. (laughs) Danielle, girl. We had English together. But English was, like, extra crackhead energy this year, because our, there, there were two English teachers in the pods. It was Miss Wright and Miss Dixon, and... I don't know, like, why they did it like this, but English and history, like, merged that year or something. I don't know. But we were always always talking about, like, child labor and, like, all the time. And this is the year of the god-awful field trip. And I tell this story all the time, so if you've heard it, you've heard it. I don't care. I'm telling it again. So keep in mind, this was the time of my life when I was, like, insecure. I was very... I mean, a queen would wear the same ratty, nasty hoodie every day because we had dress code, and I didn't like my body. (laughs) And I would wear this thing, and it would be like 90 trillion degree weather. A queen would be about to pass out, and I'd be like, I can't take it off. But we had to walk to this field trip, y'all. The topic is child labor. And we are walking to this field trip. I mean, we walked across this bridge. We walked through the back trail of the park to get to the freaking mill to learn about child labor. And when we got there, they couldn't even confirm if that place had ever had child labor. Because it used to be like... Just pretend. I think it used to be like a wool mill or something. But now it's like... Not a mall, but like kind of. Like there's like shops in it now. But... I will never understand the point of that field trip, but I met Danielle because we had a science project together, and our science project was the coolest, so that's that on that. Cool. There was also, like, they gave names to the pods, so in fifth and sixth grade, the pods are just, like, A pod, B pod, C pod, D pod. Here, we had, like, names for the pod. I don't think they have them anymore. But when I was there, I was in the hounds pod. The hounds pod. The hounds pod. It was red and there was like a hound painted on the wall. It's not there no more. And then the other seventh grade pod. I hope I have this right. What if my gears are wrong? No, they're not. I don't think they are. Maybe they are. I don't know. Was force. And I'm like, okay. But the hounds was like the underdogs figuratively and literally. Like we were the trash pod. The other one got to go on the cool field trips. So why are they... separating pot like what was the deal with y'all being the underdogs and the other getting the cool field trips i could not tell you it was like that in fifth grade too i was an a pod and b pod was the cooler pod but is it like the same it's the same grade mm-hmm. because when i was in that doesn't make any sense because everybody if you were in the same grade everybody went on the same field trip nope that's discrimination b pod got to go to the country music hall of fame a pod got to go nowhere. So wow, that's that on that. Um, that's odd. But we had this thing in seventh grade, and this this is what I wrote. The lesson was, you know, whack rules <laughs> result in whack prizes. I don't know. So we had these things called bones because you know hounds, and they would staple it to the front of your agenda book. That's a memory in and of itself. 
And anytime you did something bad, you would get a hole punched in your bone. And you had, like, eight that you could get. So, like, if, if you were late to class, you got a hole punched. If you forgot your homework, you got a hole punched, whatever. But if you didn't get any hole punches, you got to go to the elementary school at, like, I think it was twice. And you would get to go over there and, like, hang out with little kids and, like, be a teacher for a day or whatever. And it was really cool. I got to go both times because I was a good freaking kid, unlike the rest of these little raggedy kids. But I got to go to the music teacher. Um, I got, I think she was blind. I think, because we had, like, those rhythm sticks or whatever, and then at the end, you got to go to field day. Ooh. I never liked field day, because, you know, we had, we were all required to play kickball, and I was not good at kickball. We went to, like, the elementary school for field day, and we got to work the stations. Mm. So it would be, like, I think mine was that game. Do y'all know, like, the cotton ball relay? Do y'all know what I'm talking about? No. They would put the cotton balls on the ground, and you would have the straw, and you would have to, like, blow it down and blow uh, it back. I know what you're talking about. We, we never did that. It was a time to be alive. And then my last thing I wrote was, this was the year I read Twilight for the second time. <laughs> so we had this reading group thing called R for S, Reading for Success. The amount of times I've read this story. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. Um, and each teacher in the pod would have, like, a different group, and it would be a different theme. So, like, the... English teachers, theirs was, like, history books. I think they read The Diary of Anne Frank. And then, like, there was one teacher, Miss Phelan. She had um, thriller books. And I did hers twice. She tried to make us read The Last of the Mohicans. And I said, girl, I don't know if I know what's going on in this book. So we stopped, like, after the first chapter and we read something else. It was, like, college weekend. And this girl's boyfriend, like, murdered her cousin. And then I had Miss Badger, my geography queen. I know, you girl, you taught me where Madagascar was. I know. <laughs> I know, I remember the Rio Grande. Uh, she said, Twilight and the moon. And she would have the kids go to the front and read. And she would pick me to read because I was a quick reader. Mm. But I was illiterate when I had to go up there and read in front of people. Because I kept saying Jessica instead of Angela. Mm, that's a problem. Ooh, don't and be confusing those two queens. I know, it's just like my brain couldn't handle it. And... At the end, we would watch the movie, of course. Like, what else would you do? Our blue-tinted <laughs> love. Projected on the wall. I got in trouble because this girl next to me kept asking me, what's going to happen next? Because I'd already seen it. And I was like, shh, shh, shh. And she said, Taylor, you're about to go in the hall. And I said, you're okay. right. You're right. Put me in my place, Linda. <laughs> sit me down. Shut me up. But she gave us uh, Twizzlers and Coke because they had it in the uh-huh. movie. And she had to jump in front of the screen during that little saucy moment. But our library, I think they didn't have Breaking Dawn because of, like, the whole sex thing. But they did have Eclipse. But I think you had to get special permission to check it out because of, like, that one scene. But I, like, my mom bought me the book, so it didn't matter. But she said, I think Edward really handled it like a gentleman. Belinda. Questionable. Uh, Okay. Um, sure. (laughs) That's all I got. Okay, so my Twilight stuff is in eighth grade. So we'll wait until all that. So, seventh grade, the year we learned and talked about for a whole entire year about the Holocaust. Traumatized me, but you know what? You have to learn it. I mean, I'm not saying I were, like, they shouldn't have tossed that. I mean, they should. It just, you know, my little brain was not handling it very well. Uh, We watched a ton of movies. We read a ton of books over the Holocaust. I think it really, like, made everybody really sad. It's one of those things where... As it should. <laughs> yes, it should. Because, 
Well, I was talking to somebody um, in one of my classes, like, now. And she was, I don't know where, like, somehow we got on this conversation. She was like, really? I learned it in fifth grade. And she said, I don't think that was a good idea, though, because everybody was making fun of it. And I was like, yeah, there's probably a reason you wait until, like, middle school. I learned it in eighth grade. Yeah, I learned it in seventh grade. I remember specifically. And we watched The Devil's Arithmetic. Um, that movie traumatized me again with our girl, Kirsten Dunst. I've never seen that movie. So basically, this is how the whole movie goes. So Kirsten, our girl Kirsten, she's a little girl. She's probably like in her teens. And, you know, I'm she's... Hurt. <laughs> I'm hurt already. She's at this little party thing with her family. And her great aunt, I think it's her great aunt, you know, she was in a concentration camp in her days. And she has a little, like, numbers on her arm. And she, I think she kind of sees, like, Kirsten's kind of ungrateful for what she has. So she starts telling the story of her time in the concentration camp. And Kirsten, <laughs> Kirsten is like, it's not funny, but, like, it's funny because it's Kirsten Dunst. The I'm name sorry. Kirsten doesn't even sound real it anymore. It doesn't. <laughs> I hate saying it. But, but she's like, I don't want to hear your stories and all that. Like, and then... Apparently, she had a little bit too much to drink. I, I don't know. It, that's what happened. Kirsten I, was wilded. Mm-hmm. And she passes out. And she wakes up. And it's, you know, it's in the 1940s. And she gets taken away. Oh, God. And she's trying to warn everybody of what's happening. But nobody's believing her. Because all the officers are just saying, like, oh, we're just going to take you to a different city. And Kirsten, I'm sorry, this is really depressing. But I just need to say <laughs> how this movie went. Anyways, she, the whole middle of the movie is her, like, kind of going through what her great aunt went through, and then right when she's about to get gassed, um, she wakes up, and then she hugs her great aunt, and she's like, because I think she, like, went back in the past where her great, like, she met her great aunt in the past, and she starts talking about the stuff, and her great aunt's like, how do you know all this? And Kristen's just like, I just saw it. Like, I just know. In a vision. Mm-hmm. But... I will say, I don't know what, that, that's just one of the most vivid things I remember in seventh grade. Why do we have so much Holocaust media? I don't know. I'm not complaining about it because, you know, education and everything, but we read a book in elementary school called, like, Numbered the Stars, mm-hmm. and then we watched that Anne Frank movie that was, like, British. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we watched, watched and read Anne Frank, um, Anne Frank's Diary in eighth grade. I think Natalie Portman played her in the version we watched. I could be so wrong, though. Ours was this actress, and I cannot remember her name. I'd have to look it up. But she was in this other English show called Upstairs, Downstairs. And it had, like, Nico Miralegro or whatever for My Mad Fat Diary. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, let me know. But that and, like, in high school we read um, The Book Thief, like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, and then seventh grade. Let's see, that was the year that I really just started reading everything in that dang library. A reader. So, the summer before 7th grade, I was really bored one day, and I turned on ABC Family. Yes, it was ABC Family, Is everybody. This the HP story? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, okay. So, I turned on Harry Potter, and I've seen Harry Potter before, but you know, a girl was not into it. I watched it, and I fell in love. I was like, this is my, this is my series, but... I watched all the movies. I went to the public library and got all the DVDs. And I watched the last movie in theaters that July. And then I decided to wait to read all the books until I got to school so I could use uh, use it all of my AR points. Whoa. 
And I'm telling you, a queen got some AR points. That's on strategy. Mm -hmm. And then we would do like reading stories in English class and get AR points out of that, out of our like big textbook. And then I read Twilight. I read, um, I'm trying to think. I think I read all four books. No, I, no, I read Twilight to Eclipse. I wasn't allowed to read Breaking Dawn yet. Um, because that was for the eighth graders. That was Whoa. in the restriction, uh, restricted section. That's where they put a cl- eclipse for us. What was an eclipse? That was the word Bella was like, "Take my clothes off, let's go." And Edward was mm. like, "No, I'm a virgin." Mm, they let us read eclipse. My mom like bought me the last two, so like I didn't even read them in the library. So yeah, my mom bought me the last one. Um, and I read those. I got some points out of that. I read the Hunger Games. Got points out of that. I read all the Percy Jackson. I read so many other series. Katie was a librarian. I ended up getting, like, over 300 AR points. And I got to go to the AR baseball, <laughs> baseball game, the sounds game. Oh, my God. I've, I've been to, like, four of those sounds games. And they're all so boring. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Yeah. 300? Like, our goal was to get 800, and I never did. I got, like, 86 winners. For each winners. person? Each person? Mm-hmm. Everyone was trying to get 100 points. Oh, I thought you meant like eight hundred. I no, thought you said eight hundred. No, no, no. I was like, okay, one hundred. Yeah, I remember though that the because I think you could go on the system and check and see like how like what book has the most points. And I remember it like the Stephen King novel mm-hmm. had the most. And I would always joke around saying like, what kind of book is called it? And I didn't even realize until I was in high school what it actually was. What it? Mm-hmm. It had like eighty something points. I think I get it in that I had school with Reddit. Mm-hmm. Red it, Red it, Red it, Red it. Yeah. And then I think the last thing I can say is that you know my social studies slash geography, whatever she was, um, she was not nice to me. That's all I'll say about that. But she made us do these god awful like like history assignments or whatever on. It was like, and we went over like religion too, like all different types of religions. Mm. And I don't remember what the program was on the computer, but we had to answer these questions. And man, when I tell you, I did not do well. My mama had to start helping me with these. And eventually, I would take it so many times to where I would memorize the answers every single time and just go in. Like my mom said, like you just gotta memorize the answers every time you take them. That, what you just said, brought back a memory that's not on this page, but I need to ask if y'all did this. Did y'all do Study Island and Success It was Maker? Study Island. Okay. <gasps> oh my Island. god. That I, was PTSD. I hated that. I cannot remember the name of it, but yeah, it was Study Island. I was so bad at Study Island. It was horrible. Math and social studies for that. Math was mm-hmm. the devil's work. Yeah. Oh my god. We had this thing in the hallway, um... They were, like, lily pads, and, like, you know how you, I think it was, like, points or something, and, like, you, each person's name was on a frog, and you would move your thing to the points as you got them, and I remember, like, I hated going to computer, because we would always do freaking Study Island and Success Maker. Yep. It sucked. I don't know about Success Maker. I may have done it, but Study Island, when you said that, I was like, ugh. Like, I just saw that palm tree in my head. I was like, ugh. Mm -hmm. If anyone out there had to do Study Island, please tell me. Because it was garbage. Yeah. It's probably not around anymore. Yeah. And that's all I learned. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Eighth grade. Um, Okay, so eighth grade, I have a few things to say about some teachers. 
Um, okay, so your history struggles were in seventh. Mine were in eighth. Uh, I had a teacher in eighth grade, and it was her first year teaching there because she used to teach at the high school. And it was not a good transition. Miss Pfeiffer, baby, I love you, but no. Like, she was treating that eighth grade class like we were, like, seniors in high school. The workload was insane. It was so hard. And I remember just feeling so, like, stupid all the time. And it got to the point where I had a come-to-Jesus moment. I had a get-it-together kind of moment. So I went out to Walmart with my grandpa, probably, because we all know I had no driver's license in eighth grade. I got a black binder. I bought a ton of those, like, plastic sheet thingies. Mm -hmm. And I would put all my notes in there. And then I ordered the textbook we had in class online. It was, like, probably my first Amazon purchase ever. And used that at home because we had textbooks we couldn't take them home because she only had one set and that was how my grade improved and at the end of the semester we had a little like award ceremony because you know it was like the last thing before going to high school they had a little picture slideshow whatever and I got highest average in history and highest average in science and I cried because mm, I didn't like people looking at me Oh, I should say that 13-year-olds or however you were in middle school or or 8th grade, they should not be having to go buy their textbook because they're so, like, it feels so complicated. That should not have to be a thing. We never paid for textbooks until college. Mm -mm. I bought it because I was like, I don't know what the heck is going on, and I just felt so stupid. Um, But Miss Pfeiffer, baby... Thank you for that little speech you gave at the beginning. She said, this student, you know, she's a perfectionist. She will go back and do it again and get it right. And I said, I said, that's on Enneagram 1. I said, I know I have problems. And then, okay, what does this say? I can't even read. So I talked about her last night a little bit. She, because we were talking about chalkboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she... I'm probably going to edit her name out. This teacher was, like, really tiny. She had a lot of health issues. And, who baby. Like, she was allergic to anything that was scented. So, like, hand sanitizer, body lotion, sprays, whatever. And she, was, she had a little feisty attitude sometimes. And if she hit a joint on something but didn't know, she would pass out. But she would test these kids sometimes. And I'm not defending them at all because I think it's wrong to, like, mess with somebody's health. But this kid that I had school with sprayed his Axe body spray all around her door. And she was a math teacher. And I had her second because I had gym first and then I would go to her room. And this other class, they would always be the the bad ones. And she would blame it on my class because it would happen at the very end. He sprayed it all around her door. She got super sick. She came in the next day on crutches and like a wheelchair crying. Talking about, y'all can't keep doing this to me. I have two kids at home. And I'm like, girl we didn't do this to you I didn't one time she went off on me but that's okay that's all right it's fine she made us do these around the room math problems that were the freaking worst that is how you fill your anxiety up like you would do them like it would be like go to number 22 and then you would get the answer to that and it would tell you the next question to go to oh my god I hated it Mm. I think that's all I remember from eighth grade okay eighth grade let's go um I had something, and I was trying to put it in my head, because I didn't write it down, and I forgot, so I'll just go along with it. Okay, eighth grade, I did have history problems, because my history teacher, she was not nice. I will just say it, like, 
I, you know how when you're a kid and you're like, I just don't like this teacher. They're just, they give me so much work. But then you get older and it's kind of like, oh, they weren't even that bad. They were just doing their job. No, this teacher, I'm sorry. You were mean. I'm not going to say your name, but let me just say you made me cry one time and I did not appreciate that. So she just had, there's a Batman behind us. Um, saw him in the mirror. Oh my god, <laughs> what is going on? And that's the 1960s Batman. He said Robert Pattinson who? Okay then, I'm uh, sorry about that. I feel like I need to take a picture, but I'm not gonna get the front. Oh no, cause... you're not. It's just in the... Okay, hold on. I can't do this with one hand. That's horrible. You, I'll have it in my memories. Okay. <laughs> Anyways... So, she was both our English and history teachers. I don't remember, like, what we learned in history, but whatever. Um, like, <laughs> I, don't, was something else. I don't remember anything from history probably until, like, other than the Holocaust. Probably until high school. But we were in English one time, and we were talking about genres. I think we were talking about fantasy genres. And she was just, like, basically explaining it. And, you know... Maybe this is on me, but I just, like, I'm always a confirmation type of person. Like, I just want to confirm. I don't want to sound stupid, even though this question may sound stupid. And I was like, the question I asked, I raised my hand. I was like, so would tw- so t- Twilight would technically be a fantasy novel? I mean, that's kind of a reasonable question, don't you think? Like, I guess. Like, yeah. fantasy slash. But it, but it like, combines, like, realistic fiction at the same time. Yeah, but it's a realistic question, just asking, like, yeah. co- confirming. And she looked at me. I will never forget this moment. <laughs> she looked at me and went, like, well, duh. And I, I felt myself just wanting to be like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. And I went home. Well, my mom picked me up, and I start crying. She's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, Miss So-and-so was so mean to me today. I literally was like, I mean, that's so mean. Say her name. Roaster. Miss Hamlin, I swear. <laughs> that You made me cry. Like, come on. Oh, my God. The trauma, the PTSD of it all. I mean, there was other instances, too, because she said something. Saying, because we had, okay, so it's like Blackboard or eLearn, but like for middle schoolers. it was, I don't remember what it was called. It was just a little site where they would, like, put your grades on or whatever. And they would also have a parent section, too. And we did not have that. Well, we did. (laughs) We were fancy, I guess. But she was saying, like, some parents just don't even look at the parent section because they don't care enough. And I told my mom that. And my mom, she was not happy. She was not happy. She didn't say anything, but she was like, I look at the parent section all the time to check up on your grades and all that. And then parent-teacher conference came around, and I could not tell if she was sarcastic or not, but she was talking to my mom, and she's like, oh, yeah, Katie's just, like, really chatty in class. Like, she talks way too much. And my mom, and, like, I was known for being such a shy and quiet kid. Mm -hmm. So it was unrealistic for me to be, like, the chatty kid. So afterwards, my mom looked at me, and she was like, what did she mean by that? And I was like, I have no idea. She's like, I don't I could not tell if she was being sarcastic. Like, even my mom, who, like, realistically, like, sometimes would be, like, I mean, if somebody told her that, she would have been like, Katie, why are you talking in class? And instead, she was like, I don't know about that. Because, like, parents know who their kids are. Or yeah. at least they should, anyway. Yeah. 
Well, there's that. I had... I don't know. I think that's when I read the last Twilight book. Maybe. That's when I got to finally watch Breaking Dawn. Part 1 and 2. Part 1 was so boring. It was. I was not allowed to watch it in theaters. I was actually going to. Mm-hmm. And then my mom... Apparently... My, my aunt... Apparently my cousin told my aunt, like, you know, there's a sex scene. And my aunt had told my mom, and my mom was like, why didn't you tell me there was going to be a sex scene in the movie? And I was like, I didn't know. I haven't seen the movie yet. Tell her there's two. Mm-hmm. I watched it at a friend's house, I think. Yeah. Well, this is what we had to do. We got the DVD, because I was not allowed to watch it in the movie theater. And my mom said, like, okay, I'm going to sit here and watch it with you, and I'm going to skip over the part that has the scene. But eventually, she just, like, trusted me to skip it on my own, like, when it, uh, when I watched it, because, you know, I would be replaying that movie, because I was addicted to Twilight, <laughs> but I would just, like, let it play, and oh. I was just like, I'm such a rebel. <laughs> it's the quiz, okay? Katie's sex scene rebellion, <laughs> and that's when she knew film minor was the one. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I forgot to say one thing for eighth grade. I had this teacher, Miss Howerton. I loved her. She put up with me for so long. I was so problematic. She was pregnant, and she had to leave halfway through because, you know, she had her baby. We had a baby shower for her Aww. in the classroom. Everyone chipped in five bucks, and we, like, got oh, that's cute. food and got her gifts and stuff. But the subs that took over after, Mr. Duke, crazy. Those subs. That one girl talking about her bisexuality 24 7 365 i'm like girl we get it and then the last guy mr goolsby <laughs> excuse me mr goolsby he was cool he was cool oh my gosh i forgot them okay I, I remember the memory i remember it okay so this was a year we had to do computer lab this is basically where you learned how to type that's all you did but, you know, on the low, we sometimes be playing Pop Tropica and, you know, uh, Cool Math games. Cool Math was the one. Trying to finish the h- hardest game in the world. Coffee Shop. Mm-hmm. Papa's Pizzeria. Papa's Pizzeria. Cupcakeria. Grilled Cheeseria. Freezeria. But, you know, me. So we had to do these, like, little programs where, um, like, you just learned how to type. They would teach you, how, like, where to put your fingers was on the keys. I have no idea. Ours I honestly was dance mat typing. I honestly have no idea. But the little system would tell you like put your ha- fingers on these keys, and you know, I tried that for a while, but I was not having it. And he kept telling us like you're never gonna learn if you don't if you don't do it how they say. But I wasn't doing it. And guess who finished like four weeks before everybody else did because I did not follow the rules. And guess who's a great typer even to today? I am not looking at those keys. And I thought I would have to go... I even accepted the fact that I might just have to look at the keys my entire life because that's all I did. Because he kept saying, like, if I catch you looking at those keys, you're not going to be able to play cool math games. <laughs> and That is a travesty. But these days, I'd be typing like this. No key looking. I know y'all couldn't see it, but she was fluttering her mm-hmm. fingers. Mm-hmm. You know... We had a cover thing that would go over your hands so you couldn't look at them. I don't remember what my computer lady's name was. That's kind of bad. I feel bad, but I don't know. Oh, I remember mine. Yeah. I can't remember. I can see her face, but I don't remember what her name is. And she was really strict because I got in trouble. I had to go to the office because I had to buy headphones for a class and I was late. But, oh my god. She was so strict about not having gum in there and not looking at your hands. And now, I would say I'm a decent typist. I'm, like, above average typing speed, but I still be looking every now and then. Why not? Yeah, and he was so proud of me. He was like, Katie, 
Like, you're gonna, you can go to the library and hang out there if you want to, since you finished early. I thought he was gonna say you can be a librarian. Yeah, thank you, I can be a librarian. <laughs> um, but, though, Computer Lab was just so fun. I mean, they do be, they are strict about, you know, not having stuff in there. Mm-hmm. But it was so fun, because everybody on our free days would play, like, Pop Tropica, and, like, you know, cool math games, all the Papa's Pizzeria, Everybody enjoyed it. That's the one time everybody got along in those classes. Peace on earth. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until high school where those games popped up again. And that was in personal finance. But we'll get to that. At yeah. library time. Ooh. Yeah, but I remember our 8th grade, the computer lab teacher, he did actually say, when you get into high school, you're gonna, they're going to put like little covers on the keyboards in computer class. Yeah, we had no... We had one computer class, and all we learned was, like, Microsoft and PowerPoint. Like, the computer class you're required to have in college. That's basically all it was. I don't think we did that at my school. Hmm. I don't... I think, like, the equivalent of that would have been, like, bank. But you had to be a senior to take that. And, like, I didn't do it, so... Cool. Should we move on to high school? Ninth grade. Freshman year for the people out there who are American. Mm-hmm. Uh, ninth grade, you know, I went to the new high school because the old one that had the same name, they finally closed it. And I remember that summer, I was going to band camp, so I was already at the school before everybody else was. And I remember they did an, this tour that was, like, open to the public because, you know, a lot of people in my town went to the old high school and they wanted to see what the new one looked like because it was a lot bigger and a lot different because our school had three floors. Wow, bougie. We were rich. No, we weren't. We were. <laughs> it had three floors, but it was a nice school. And I remember touring it, and it just felt really bizarre. But let me see if I remember the layout. The first floor was math. The second floor was, like, English, history, humanities kind of stuff. And then the third floor was, like, all science. Hmm. And then electives were kind of, like, on the first level, but, like, near the commons and the yeah. gym and stuff. Uh, What else? What else? Oh, I remember at band camp the very first day, it was 90 trillion degrees, and we're standing in what's called fundamental block at set, and the girl next to me, who was my section leader, she was a senior, Lauren, hope you're okay, girl, haven't seen you in a long time, she passed out, she fainted. What? On the first day, because it was super hot, and they told us from the get-go, like, if someone passes out or whatever, you don't break set, you don't move, you don't check on them, you do whatever, and I thought, I was like, eh, No. Nobody rushed over to this girl. Like, people slowly walked over and moved her out of the way. What? Yeah, it was so bizarre. And I was like, where am I? And I remember getting really hot and, like, feeling like I was going to pass out. Because it was, like, it was brutal out there. And I went into, like, the bathroom in school. And I remember just, like, sitting on the floor. And, like, there was a bunch of people in there. And then the very first day of school, I didn't know how to find my math. Or maybe it was my homeroom. It was one of the two. But you know that happens. I didn't know how to find it because that school was huge. So this is this is the lesson I learned. Sometimes it's best to just pretend like you know what you're doing and follow somebody that looks familiar. Mm-hmm. So I followed our band captain or drum major. Yeah, drum major at the time. I just followed her because I was like, she's a senior. Like, even though we were all in the same boat because it was a new school, I was like, I'm going to just. And I found my class. And ain't nobody look at me like I was crazy. Yeah. Wow. Is that all for freshmen? I 
don't know. What the, oh, I would eat lunch in bio. I would not go to the cafeteria. Man, already? Freshman year? Mm-hmm. Because, like, hashtag depression. Uh, also, I never had my homework done, so I'd be like, Miss Fowler, can I stay in here, please? I swear we had a third grade teacher named Miss Fowler, because I think that's the name of my sister's third grade teacher. Our Miss Fowler had two last names, like, hyphenated. Oh. But people always called her Miss Fowler. It was technically Miss John's Fowler, but... That don't sound right. Mm-mm. And then there was a pizza fight in her class. Yeah, this this I, like, barely remember. I had this class with um, two of my good friends at the time, Danielle and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had, a, like, a movie day or something, and, like, she had ordered Papa John's racism pizza. And this is a pretty Papa John's grizzly. <laughs> and, like, you know, like, Papa John's always put those little garlic cups in there? Mm-hmm. I remember... I need to change their names. Danielle and so-and-so... They were, like, shaking the box around, and the garlic was open, and it was, like, inside the box. And Miss Fowler's like, who is making all that noise? And they slammed the box shut and passed it over to this other girl. And they were like, it was Rebecca. Ooh. The shade. And that's ninth grade for you. Mm. So my ninth grade, you know, I was a nervous wreck going into high school. And, you know, um, going into ninth grade, I thought... I would have the same friend group. We would just, like, stick together throughout high school. Like we said in middle school. Lies. That did not happen. I was very depressed and lonely in freshman year. Um, they all left me for... So, two of them joined Showstoppers, which was the dance team. And that's, like... I'm sorry. If you're friends with Showstoppers in high school, mm-mm. Ooh! Mm-mm. Don't, no, no. Don't be doing it. Don't be trying. That's all I'm saying. Um, and you know, they stopped talking to me. This other person, I think we just drifted apart. At the time, I was, like, really, I don't know, I was mad because I thought, like, she didn't want to be friends with me. But I think we just drifted apart. I think it was just being petty. And then some other people, I don't even know what happened. We just, what's, like, the core friends? Like, the core friends were the showstopper Mm -hmm. friends. Once they start drifting apart, that's when everything just starts falling apart. And I remember I took... Um, my first semester during lunch, that's when I got to meet like new people and actually had lunch with people I like to have lunch with. It was nice. Um, cause I think it was, mm, it was with people that I turned, I would turn out to be best friends with later, but like we weren't that close. But, um, the second semester I had music history for my third block, which is when you have lunch and I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anybody. I'm telling you. Mm-mm. I had my cousin in that class, and, like, I didn't even sit with her, which in hindsight I probably should have, because that would have made things so much easier on me, but I did not do that. So I sat with somebody else, the only other freshman in that class, but I barely even knew her. And I ended up sitting with, like, some of my old friends, like the showstopper friends, but they would not talk to me. I swear I would sit there, and, like, nobody would ever address me. And high school lunch is a different kind of trauma, and they, I swear. And I, one time, I got in there early enough, because sometimes, this was horrible, I would try to get in early enough to grab a seat, like, because you know how you kind of have assigned seating, like, during lunch, even mm-hmm. though it's not assigned? Like, I would try to grab somebody else's seat so I can be, like, kind of in the middle, so, like, at least somebody will have to address me. And this one girl that I used to be friends with, she was like, Katie, can you move? Like, because I wanted this person to sit there. 
That is, like, the most hurtful thing. Yeah, so it was, like, a bunch of people here, and I would sit all by myself, and there wouldn't be anybody sitting in front of me, so nobody would dress me. High school lunch is so depressing. Mm-hmm. I think our tables could seat, like, eight or something like that. We had those, like, long tables, and they would just all stick them together. We had circles, yeah, and, we- like, the seats were built into the table. See, I think that would have been more traumatic for me. I think that would have been horrible. It was like being on a game show or something. Mm-hmm. It's Like, I remember... Um, you know what? We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. And then, let's see. I thought I had another. I mean, obviously, like, you get lost. It happens. Um, this is when I took, like, advanced English. I did that all throughout high school, except mm. when I did AP and dual English. And I did not like it. I did not like doing those summer projects that the regular English kids did not have to do. I thought that was unfair. Ninth grade was the only year I didn't really like English. No, ninth and tenth grade English were not fun. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I, don't, I guess that's, like, some of my only memories. That was when I started um, reading after, because <laughs> my friends forced me to. <laughs> I can honestly say that was not a part of my high school experience. And that was when it was still on Wattpad. Oh, Katie was, like, a pioneer woman. Yeah, um, but let me say, I was not a fan of it. Let her clear that that up. I am going to read after we collided. Mm -hmm. I promised that I would, and I will. Yeah, and I think that's it for freshman year. I mean, obviously, there's more, but I can't remember. We had to kind of, like, narrow stuff down, too, because, you know, high school is where the memories be hitting, Mm -hmm. but your lunch story, that really... Oh, and there's more. There's so much more. Lunch? You said you didn't didn't eat in the cafeteria that early? Girl, Mm -hmm. I mean... I, like, never went to lunch, and that that's why my teacher thought I had an eating disorder, but that's a different and story. that's why it's so much better in college, where nobody cares what you eat. No, you can eat by yourself, and it's not weird. Mm-hmm. Um, 10th grade, what does this say? Oh, you can get sick of seeing the same people every day. Yeah. This is when, like, I didn't really have a definitive friend group in middle school, and I didn't really have one in early high school either. I would just kind of, like, do my own thing, but... I remember there was one girl that I was friends with in band, and I think, like, I don't think I knew that I was an introvert yet and that I needed time, like, to myself, but, like, she would always, like, come up to me all the time, and, like, one time I was like, oh my god, I'm so sick of seeing the same people every single day, and I think I said it to her, which was really mean, and, like, I regret that, (laughs) but, like, I wanted to, like, hang out with people that I didn't, that were not in band. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, can I please, like, go see anybody? Because I was with these kids all the freaking time. Like, during school, after school, in classes. I'm like, please, God. That was so mean. I'm so sorry to the girl that I said that to. That was really uncalled for. Uh, this was the first French class I had was this year, which really set the tone for college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this was the worst year of band ever because of the seniors. So, our show that year was... It was, like, Johann Sebastian Bach. Bach through the millennium or something like that. And, you know, it was... The music was cool. The drill was cool. But the seniors that year were god-awful. Oh. They were so aggressive. Like, for no reason. People would be getting back to set and they'd be like, If you're talking, you're wrong. Mm. If you're walking back to set, you're wrong. Seniors, they always just... Ooh, that brings up a memory from freshman year, but I won't get into that because we've already been past it i'm like y'all need to pipe down i got a lot of freshman stories to tell you after this because there's too many <laughs> this is when i took chemistry i was so bad at chemistry it was actually pathetic um miss yarrick girl 
I did not understand what was going on there. I'm so glad you let me retake all these tests because I was dumb. Um, but this year, uh, this is the year that I met one girl that I used to be friends with, not friends with anymore. Um, let's call her Sharon. Sharon. So Sharon transferred in from a different school, and we became friends because we had chemistry together and we had French together. And every day in chemistry, I would fall asleep in there because the air flow in that room, I don't know. It would be knocking me out. That's probably why I didn't know anything. And then uh, there was this cute guy in there, not going to say his name, he was older, and that he looks rough now, but ooh. And these guys that sat behind me, they would always say, this is a gated community. And I'd be like, shut up. Like, just be quiet. And I would get Diet Dr. Pepper every single day. Even good. It isn't, and you know that I think I was in my Dr. Pepper phase at that point. It was so nasty, but whenever I would bring it into chemistry, Sharon would always pick it up and like shake the bottle around, like absentmindedly, and I'm like, "You're making it flat." I spent a dollar twenty-five on this. Stop. And then I went to Europe that year. Oh my god, the field trip! I forgot the field trip. Okay. We took a field trip to Alabama, which was a big deal because, like, usually you don't go that far for a field trip. Mm -mm. We went to, like, that space thing in Alabama. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'd gone before high school. Like, I went, like, when I was in middle school, I think. Mm -hmm. But it was so fun. And for those of you who don't know, your girl used to have a real big fear. uh, Still do, but, you know, conquering, working on it. A real big fear of, like, amusement park rides traumatic experience from childhood and we got on like the gravitron or like the g what the thing where you get strapped to the wall and i was like i don't know about this i was scared i was scared and it said on there it was like if you have detached retinas please don't ride i said i don't know what that means and we were spinning and i it gave me a headache after because like the pressure it makes you start to believe that you have (laughs) i said i think i have detached retinas i gotta get off but the thing is, is it's at a science place, so there's no music playing, so it's just kind of, like, you're just kind of on the wall. Yeah. But that same year, each year for band, we would play the opening parade for the fair in my town, mm-hmm. and we would close the parade, too. And I felt peer pressure to, like, ride these amusement park rides because we got free passes. And I went on the Ring of Fire or the Bonsai or whatever the heck. That's when I knew amusement park rides are not for me because I was screaming, and I made my friend Catherine hold my hand the whole time. It was terrible. Don't feel peer pressured, kids. No. So, sophomore year. I think this was actually kind of a good year. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes? No. With the capital letters. Now, socially, I think this was, like, the superior year. Okay. This is when I met and, like, kind of joined this friend group. And thank goodness they were so welcoming because I needed it. So, basically, I knew somebody from... We had met in third grade. I went to a birthday party in hers in third grade. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of, like, somebody you've always known if you've gone to school with her. Like, I mean, you're not, like, friends, but, like, you know each other. So, freshman year, we were in, um, I think it was physical science together. And um, and then sophomore year, I was in another class with her. And she was in a, uh, in a class, the same class, with, like, other friends of hers. And I knew them because I went to a birthday party of hers freshman year. And I, like, met them, and they were super nice, but we weren't, like, friends. We didn't stay friends or anything. But somehow, we all just became really good friends. It was an act of fate. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so fun. And, you know, it did create a, l- a little drama because that initial friend, she kind of got a little jealous because 
you know, I started becoming friends with her friends. But, you know, it all worked out in the end. Although, whenever drama was brought up, that whole deal kept being brought up again. I'm like, dang, I thought we moved past this. That's how it always goes. Mm -hmm. But it was so fun because we finally, like, kind of had our friend group. And I thought it was, I don't know. And everybody kind of had, I don't know. It's weird because you can, like, I don't know. You know how in a friend group there's just one person that you can't really, like, be alone with because you don't really... But it wasn't like that with this group. It wasn't like that at all. And it was fun. But sophomore year turns to school, horrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's when uh, we were forced to do our foreign language. You can't have it all. Mm-hmm. So I decided to take Spanish 1 in the first semester and Spanish 2 in the second semester because I was not about to do it my junior year. <sighs> it was not fun. Uh, my second Spanish teacher, you know, God bless him, um, the only teacher other than the principal that had a doctorate, and I'm like, you should be teaching college or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he only spoke Spanish, and he was super nice. Like, he never got frustrated with us, only, like, once, And but I just kept getting so annoyed because I would have to keep asking people because I felt dumb. I was like, because he would assign the homework, and I had no idea what he assigned. So I'd have to ask people afterwards, like, what did he assign? At me in college? Mm-hmm. And then we would watch um, Spanish soap operas. Really fun. We watched Selena. We we, we all cried. You know, the one with Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gave me a fun fact. He taught Taylor Swift Spanish at Hendersonville High School when she was in high school. And she was problematic. I don't know. He said she wasn't the best student. Ooh. But, Taylor, I I don't know. Maybe you were too busy doing your music deals. I don't know. Maybe you were too busy thinking about, I'm going to be a star. So mm-hmm. it doesn't freaking matter. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm really excited to, not, okay, not excited to be old, but, like, excited to see, like, if anyone I knew ever, like, you know, blows up or whatever. Yeah. Chaos. It should be us. I mean, hey. We've put in the time, the work, the effort. Mm-hmm. Okay, are we ready for junior year? <sighs> I guess. 11th grade was, like, the worst year. It when was it, so bad. When it gets to 11th and 12th grade, it's just, it's, oh, I don't even want to think about it. 11th grade, my, like, this was when I was, like, really depressed. Like, I remember I was, like, so just, mm, like. I agree. Like, me too. <laughs> band was the best year ever. Like, it was so much fun. We were winning competitions. I liked our show. That year I was a section leader, so I got to be a leader, and that was kind of cool. Um, oh, I went to New York that summer between 11th and 12th grade with one of my friends to this day, Taylor. I was doing a lot of traveling. I was not rich, mm-hmm. but I was doing a lot of traveling. Um... What does this say? Oh, I wrote down, sometimes teachers hate kids. It'd be true like that. Like, and that's something you know, but you don't really know it until a teacher expresses it. Okay, I need to hear this story. I think I told you last night, so it's not anything too crazy, but I took French 1, 2, and 3, and I would have taken 4, but not enough people signed up for the class to make. But French 3 was Oh my god, it was the worst. It was chaos in there. We had one of those boys that wear suits every day to class, let me play devil's advocate. Oh my god. I had him in finance too. Literally, that kid, neo-Nazi. I'm just saying. I mean, there was a lot of those at my school too. (laughs) Problematic. Uh, My teacher, I had the same one all the way through, and like, we had gotten close because I went on the Europe trip and like, whatever, and... 
that class, here's the problem. They put people in there that had not taken French 1 and 2, and they let them take 3, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense because they don't have the foundation or whatever. So none of us learned anything. It was always yelling and fights and chaos. And one time, DB, I don't want to say the teacher's name, but he, like, leaned over. He said, these kids are a-holes. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. I had AP English this year mm-hmm. with Miss Mosley. And that's when he read my favorite book of all time, mm-hmm. Ant Gold Blood. And I learned that literary analysis. Also known as close reading, if you really. So I know you didn't know the term, but that's kind of close reading. Literary analysis is God's gift. Uh, and then. What is this? I can't even read this. That year we read The Great Gatsby. Ugh, disgusting. I think we read it sophomore year. And Still disgusting. We read um, The Scarlet Letter. <laughs> Horrible. Don't be going to tell my Survey of American Literature 1 professor all about that. She's a Nathaniel Hawthorne stan. Baby, that book is so boring. But I will say, in that class, I'd be sucking up to my professor saying, like, I read it. Like, I know. And she'd be like, so, do you remember when this happened? I'm like, mm, I'd be, I mean, I barely read it, but... <laughs> I, I did I did the spark notes. <laughs> we had these things called dirt quizzes, so you could not even do spark notes. It was called a did you read this quiz? Oh my god, I hated them. And Miss Mosley, I love you girl, I did. But those freaking quizzes are so hard. It would I remember for the Scarlet Letter, they would be so specific. It'd be like in the opening scene, how many stones were on the ground oh when my Hester gosh. walked by? I'm like, girl, I don't know. That's how reading quizzes be now as an English major. What color was Jacob's jacket? And like the but you're like Yeah, I swear that's how reading quizzes are now. And I would get it if it was like relevant, but sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the color is just they're, the color. They're really just seeing if you're if you read the stuff. And it just mm, I remember that stressed me out. But in Cold Blood, there was this one section in the book. So this was a book she made us annotate and none of us had our own copy, so everyone had like post its I wish I had those annotations. Oh, my God. They were so smart. Like, this girl in my class, I had English with her all the time. And, like, no Tino shape. A queen was dumb. And <laughs> there's this scene in, in Cold Blood where it's a dream sequence. And the girl is like, yeah, and all of this was happening. And I'm like, girl, this was a dream sequence. This was not real. Mm. You should have known when it was, like, talking birds or whatever in a tree. I'm like, sweetie. Sweetie. That's just not fun. Baby. She's like the other girl in my sophomore class I didn't talk about. We were reading The Book Thief and Miss So-and-so. Can't stand her. She she said, okay, so what do we think is going to happen now? And this girl in my class said, I think Liesl's going to steal more books. And I said, it's called Book Thief? I mean, I've never read The Book Thief, but, you know, that just even... Like, I get... The book thief. Like. Oh, <sighs> my God. Mm-mm. Okay. That's all I got. Junior year. So, this is the year I started stressing out. So, you know, ACTs are coming up. I've already taken the ACT at this point. But, you know, you got to do it a couple more times. So, I don't know why I did this to myself. But, you know, I did. So, we have a... We had a ton of, like, required maths we had to take. And then we had to take a math that, 
Like, we got to choose which bath we wanted to take. Mm-hmm. It was either, like, bridge or pre-cal. That's how it was in my And school. then there was, like, trig. statistics, trig, yeah. And I took Algebra 2. I had to take Algebra 2 my first semester. And then I didn't want to take another math. I didn't want to take math senior year. I was like, I'm just going to get over with. So I took pre-cal my second semester. Now, in hindsight, I'm glad I took it because all that pre-cal made my math score go so much higher on the ACT. Mm-hmm. But it was horrible. We were not allowed to use a calculator at all. When I did the homework, I did use a calculator. Sorry. Because, you know, I could not do that. And so we used Slater. And they had all the answers to all those pre-cal questions. And dang, it was useful. And then that's when I took AP English with Miss Sloan. Shout out to Miss Sloan. I love you. I still love you. You still teach it. What you doing? Oh my God. Um, you know, she was, re- I mean, she really motivated me. I mean, she believed in me. She graded a little hard. Those high school English teachers, they graded a little too hard. But, you know, I was probably dumb. So maybe Miss I deserved Mosley it. was a queen. Yeah, maybe I deserved it. Um, I'm trying to think else happened I mean it was a lot of just stressing out I don't know junior year is like probably one of the hardest years of high school Mm because like I didn't even mention the ACT because I think I blocked it out of my brain but I remember I took it a few times between junior and senior year yeah oh so we had like our little pass we had to take like like electives to be in a certain path mine was nutrition because I took the intro to nutrition but I wanted to change it but they just kept going with it. I was like, okay, I don't want to do this. But I had already signed up with um, Child Lifespan and Development, which is that class where, I mean, it was actually kind of fun because this is where I kind of met, like, a friend group apart from my main friend group. Mm-hmm. And um, it was so fun. And we watched way too many birthing videos. I mean, we were up close. And personal, we had to we had to have a note our parents signed saying like we were allowed to watch these. One person wasn't allowed to watch it. We watched every type of birthing techniques. Oh my god! And I'm telling you, we saw the vagina and everything. We saw it spreading apart, and I was like traumatized. And the noise it makes when that oh baby comes out—it's horrible! It's horrible! The noise it makes—it's oh my gosh! But once that head comes out, it, I mean, it comes out. Okay, if anyone needs Katie to deliver their baby, <laughs> just just hit yeah. us up at CourageDollPodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I'll get back to you once I get uh, my degree in whatever field you're required to you, get in. You could be a, what are they called? A doula. A doula. Yeah, I'll, I'll be a doula. Um, but this class, we also had those little robotic baby things. Oh, I didn't have to do that, but I... My homeroom teacher, that was her class. So, my teacher either said, okay, you can take it for one day, but you have to have it during school. Like, even in class and everything. And I was like, I ain't doing that. So, the alternative was take it home over the weekend. Now, I knew it was risking a lot. (laughs) Because if you broke that thing, you had to call her. I was not about to be calling my teacher on a Saturday night. But... I can still hear that baby's cries to this day. <laughs> it was absolutely horrible. I knew after that, I was like, I don't want kids. It's oh, okay. Oh, my God. But um, after somebody would turn in their baby, my teacher would pull up the chart that shows, like, 
like how many times they need to be changed, if you missed any changes, if you like dropped the head or anything. And some people get like, like it would be like 80%. You got 80%. Um, I was the only person, even including the teacher, that got 100%. And, so, and then people started saying like, I'm going to trust Katie to babysit my kid. I'm like, mm-mm. Like, Mom <laughs> of the year right here. Mama doll. Am I correct? <laughs> Because he said, I, that's on good Southern Rising. Because I got up three, probably more than three times in the night, feeding that kid, <laughs> changing that kid. And the thing is, you had to wear a bracelet to show that you were the one doing all the work. You couldn't just, like, hand it off. I had to carry that baby carrier thing all the way across the parking lot where my mom picked me up because I did not have my license yet. <laughs> Oh my god. They banned those babies at my school. Really? Mm-hmm. They did it before the new school opened, because there were banned kids who had taken uh, child development, whatever. I think it was still called home ec, mm-hmm. but my homeroom teacher was the lady that was home ec, and he hated the banned kids bringing in these crying kids, because it would disrupt, like, playing and everything, yeah. which, like, I understood. Like, it makes things difficult. So then... I don't know if it was the same class, but they started doing eggs. Like, you know how in TV and stuff, they'll do, like, the flower babies? Yeah. So, my school did, like, egg babies. Yeah, that's what we did, too. And they would draw, like, faces on them or whatever. But if you broke your egg, you had to call the local funeral home and ask how much arrangements cost. But, like, wouldn't... Okay. <laughs> um, that's a little extreme. I guess the school had set something up, like, hey, we're doing this project or whatever. But I remember, like, kids were, like... Yeah, um, so we did that freshman year in home ec. Like, we called it home ec, but it was technically family and consumer science. Yeah, that's what ours called. And um, we did eggs, and I unfortunately got stuck with twins. So I did take care of two little eggs, and we had to create a basket, and let me tell you, I was all fancy. I spray-painted my basket half blue and half pink because gender stereotypes, am I right? Oh my god, Kourtney Kardashian who? And I put in, like, little like a little cotton like bedding thing and we drew our faces on our little eggs and our um oh my gosh what's her name she just got married well not just got married her name was miss crick when i had her i her name um changed to miss lipscomb she was so cool i loved her um she had asked certain teachers to like hey if like some some kids like leaving their eggs unattended like take them and give them to me and then I'll count points off because they're not looking after the eggs and mine almost got taken the day the day it was turned in but I I snatched those eggs and I said no these are my eggs did you say don't touch my kids yeah like (laughs) like we would go in there for homeroom I don't remember if we went every day or not because it's so long ago I think it might have been but that was my freshman year and she was teaching the kids how to make donuts because there was like a kitchen in there and, you know, she let her home ec kids have donuts. And you know what she gave us? Her homeroom. They're all the time children. She gave us some freaking stale cookies. I said, what the heck, Miss Celia? We had three kitchens in our home ec room. And, man, I had the time of my life cooking in there. And then when I took nutritional science or whatever that class was called, we'd be cooking in there, too. And we won the, like... I don't know. It was, like, based off of a cooking competition. It's that one where they give you random ingredients. Chopped. Yeah, chopped. And we won the golden spatula. And our name is still hung up on the little wall Aww. in the classroom. We did chopped in culinary freshman 
let's move on to senior year. So senior year, for whatever reason, I decided to join the 4-H club because I wanted more things to put underneath my yearbook picture. Miss <laughs> Dunklin, I am so sorry that you had to put up with us problematic kids, but me and Taylor, we ran the show over there. Like, we were the only ones holding that thing together. Um, and then this is when I had my first real group. ASC. Can't talk about it cause that, that much because problematic but we'd always go to miss johnson's room i miss her so much erica juicy j johnson i hope you're doing well girl. she don't work there anymore mm. she like homeschools her kids now i think um and then what else does it say oh god Ooh. band was horrible this year i was still a section leader but it was god awful um every single not every single day i feel like every tuesday or wednesday we would always go to panera Panera be the spot. We didn't have one near our school, but on the weekends, that's where we went. We went out of town to go to Panera. Oh, okay. And we would have, like, late night dinners. Because, like, senior year, I didn't give a crap about school anymore. I was, like, really just coasting doing my own thing. And that's why I didn't do any work. Shout out to the senior Google Doc <laughs> for getting me through. Um, I took mythology and newspaper this year, which was literally, oh, my God, it was so terrible. Like, I didn't want to take either of those classes. But I got thrown in there because I didn't have anything else to take. Yeah, that's what happened senior year. Like, I'm kind of glad newspaper happened the way it did because, like, that's what I'm doing now. Shout out to you, Miss... I don't remember her first name. Miss Other Johnson. You were great. Um, But freaking mythology. That class was horrible. I hated it. It was with that English teacher I had sophomore year. This is the teacher that I had that whole fight with. This is the one that has that Thor hammer. I, oh my god, this woman, she tested my nerves all the time. This is when I knew that teachers had favorites. Like, you know teachers mm. do, but her, if you weren't, like, edgy, alternative, artistic, she did not like you. And one time I told Sharon, from Shannon, Sharon, whatever I said her name was, I was like, yeah, I don't think Miss So-and-so likes me. And she freaking told Miss So-and-so. I never tell people, no. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, I told you this in confidence. And then Miss So-and-so, oh my god, this is when things got bad. She came up and was like, so so Sharon told me that you think I don't like you. What's the deal? Like, what? And I'm like, I was like, oh Like, what do you say god. in that situation? I don't know. And I had to pee so bad. And like, I was like, I don't have time to do this. Like, I have to go so I can get back before the bell rings. And she was like, don't walk away when I'm talking to you. And I said, Miss, Miss So-and-so, I was like, it doesn't freaking matter. I was like, I'm leaving in a few months. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you don't like me. It doesn't matter. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's when our relationship was even worse than it already was. But I was talented in that class. Like, she would always be talking about, oh, my God, you're so artistic. Because we had to do mythology Barbies. <laughs> it was so annoying. Like, she would give us a mythological character, and you would have to turn it into a Barbie doll and, like, sketch it out mm-hmm. and, like, color it and give it features and stuff. And... I'm more popping. That's not that on that. Um, AP Lit and AP Macro in the frat boy hallway. <laughs> Y'all know who you are. Um, I gotta give a special shout out to Joshua Wilkins, my AP Lit teacher. You know, you would always be making this sound with your throat in class, and it was like no one knew why you did it, but then eventually you said that you were aware that you did it. He would always be like this if people were talking. Okay. And he said, please don't make me make that sound again. And I was like... I thought you meant just like a... <clears throat> no. <laughs> like, 
like it'd be like that every time. And then he told me once, because I told him that this book we were reading, I said, I hate this book. I was like, Mr. Wilkins, I cannot read this. I cannot do these questions. I don't, I, this book is horrible. He said, Taylor, this is one of my favorite books. It's one of my favorites. I want you to give a try. And I'm like, I can't do it anymore, Joshua. And he said, okay, get in your car, listen to bad music, cruise around, but you, you be ready to hit the ground running tomorrow. You get some work done. And this was also Waffle House time. And my last two memories from senior year. Prom. Better than junior year. I almost didn't go to my senior prom because junior year was so god-awful. The fire alarm went off at the hotel. We had to go in the parking lot. It was terrible. I didn't dance. Didn't have a good time. Senior year went. Danced. The last people there. Still there. Grooving. Shaking. Restaurant. Horrible. Grandma. Fighting with me. Mm. She said... And I said, and then I cried. And then camping. We went camping like four days before graduation. The family, they did not support this decision. It was me, Danielle, and so and so. And we went to Rock Island State Park and camped out for like four days. Tent got wet, had to sleep in the car. (laughs) But we looked rough as heck when we got back. But I still graduated and I said, all right. So my senior year. Um, you know, decided to load myself with everything junior year, so I had, like, no classes left senior year, except for my senior English, which I ended up taking dual English because I failed my AP English test. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, didn't get the credit, so I took dual English, which is actually a lot better, even though the professor was really horrible. Trash garbage. Yes. Um, when, so, when the special ed, uh, special ed kids would walk by and you know sometimes they'd be making those loud noises and you know sometimes you just gotta ignore it because you you know they can't help it but this lady you know I guess she just wasn't used to this high school lifestyle she went and she slammed that door I swear there was an earthquake and she looked at us and she was like oops oops my heart went oops (laughs) and me and my friend we were shook and we stuck ourselves in the corner and played Pop Tropica and cool math games the entire time. Oh, my God. Um, all we did was write papers. That's all we did. And she was like, okay, go and write your paper. We never did. We just waited till we got home. And then um, I had study hall, like, three times in this. <laughs> so I was, um, like, I guess what you would call a TA, but we just called it, like, a teacher helper or whatever. A TA. Yeah. A TA. And I helped in the bridge math class. God bless them. Bridge math, y'all. All my friends were in bridge and I wasn't. I think it's it's when you get a below an 18 on your math 18, or a math ACT score. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Cause I, eight, I, like, barely tested out. Because I think 18 is the marker. I reached uh, above that, so, you know, I didn't have to do that. Me and my 21 were walking over to break out. Ooh. Um... And so I helped with that, and then study hall. So they did not like us having study hall, but I was like, I don't have anything else. Like, what do you want me to take? And um, eventually, because there was a lot of us that had study hall, we would just spend our times in the library. Eventually, some lady came up to us. I think she worked in, like, administration. She was like, okay, I'm going to have this paper turn around, and y'all going to do, like, a teacher helper thing. And I was like, I'm already doing one this semester. I'm not mm-hmm. doing another. So I signed up with the same teacher. But it happened the next semester, and she wanted us to do it again. I'm like, Lainey, I am not doing this. And this was when we had dual English. 
but you know college starts later than high school so we had to wait like four weeks until dual english started so we were like technically in study hall so the beginning of the day they stopped letting us like coming coming to school or uh, late because it was first period or first block and this lady was like y'all need to do teacher helper and y'all cannot be coming in late we're just not accepting that so i signed up with some like senior english teacher i did not have and I worked with her, like, for a few days. And then eventually she was like, you know, you can just go to the library if you want to. And I was like, thank you. The library was a safe haven. Mm-hmm. That's when I started having lunch in there, even though they did not want us to. But I our librarian our librarian said, like, if they, if the vice principal, or because he always be walking around that school. Mm-hmm. He said, if he comes in here, y'all better get off your phones. You better put up that lunch and pretend like you're actually doing something in here. Um... I, I feel bad for that man because we put him through hell. I swear. We were just horrible in there. And I felt bad for him because he kept trying to get us out. And he was so nice. He would just come up to us and he would just be like, okay, you guys got to get out now. And we would just be like, come on. Like, his name is Coach Coleman. Coach Coleman, come on. Come on. You got to work with us. And he would, I mean. Oh, I, my God. I think he gave up sometimes, but I really feel bad for him. Katie said she wasn't a rebel. <laughs> okay. Um... And then, I'm not talking about prom because that was traumatic. Like, that that was just horrible. Friend group broke up. We made up, like, a few days before graduation. Thank goodness. But then, no. College. We, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I took my art class because I needed an elective. So, I took art. Artistic. And I really didn't want to take it because, you know, I did not think I was capable of being an artiste. Artiste, I tell you. And I was scared that I didn't know anybody in there. But my friend ended up being in there. She never. She apparently got stuck in there just like I did. And we ended up being the best people in there. And my teacher loved us. She loved us. Mm -hmm. And she was so cool. She came up here in jeans and Converse. Converse, you know. She was different. Mm -hmm. She was alternative. Mm -hmm. But it was really fun. I love that class. And the fact that she let us like and stuff late because she knew we were working super hard on it that made my heart hurt it's always the class that like you didn't really sign up for or whatever that turns up being okay because like yeah. newspaper was fun for the most part there was a lot of problematic people in there drug dealers in that class but mythology i will never forgive my advisor for putting me in that class it was so horrible like i had friends in there but jesus it was awful mm-hmm. it was so all of our years we're not getting into college because well first of all we're in like different like I haven't even experienced senior I haven't finished junior year I don't even remember what I learned in each year because everything just blurs together I don't know that I could do the same thing for college because I don't have those kind of memories for college it's just all I remember freshman year had no friends until Taylor came along (laughs) and was actually nice to me wow my heart I just remember making eye contact in the newsroom. Us? Like, every time, like, oh, we'd yeah. say something, I'd be like... And we would always look at each other. Like, we'd barely even talk to another and just look at each other. And, like, it was just like, we knew. Mm-hmm. We knew. And then, for some reason, we started talking about Disney or Twilight. And then, in the parking lot, I was going... I don't drive, and I still don't. Um, I was heading back, and Kitty's like, let's start a podcast. And I was like, I've wanted to do that for, like, two years. And we probably talked about doing a podcast for, like, like two months. Like, a month months, or something. Like, so long. And we were like, we should really do a podcast. And that, that, honestly, that was Katie just being, like, brave. Just saying, like, you know what? If 
you just gotta say it. Just say podcast. What if I said no? I would have, because my head, I was like, man, she's gonna think it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was like, that's freaking dumb, and then like this never happened. We probably like, would we even be friends now? No. Like, <laughs> the podcast is the only thing holding this friendship together. Well, we wouldn't because yeah. the thing is, is like. We only had that one class together, and, like, yeah. I was leaving. Yeah. And you were still there. Yeah. So, like, we became friends that summer, mm-hmm. like, when we were doing the pod every we, Thursday. We started in May, like, mm-hmm. right when the semester was about to end, maybe a couple weeks. We did two, or no, hold on. We did two episodes while school was still in. In the newsroom. Mm-hmm. And then and then we got kicked out because our, key, the, our cards never worked anymore. <sighs> that made me so sad. But the library? <sighs> I miss that every day. I miss the library. I just want to go in there. I wonder if we walked in there. Let's do it. Let's go today. Really? I'm serious. Is it even open? Oh, it's Saturday. Well, hold on. Y'all are hearing these, like, plans. I'm worried. Like, what's going to happen? We thought the car was going to be short term. Think about that. We've been in this car for a long time. We thought the car cast was going to be, like, a month. It's closed. Why? It's Saturday. It closed closed on... 1 p.m. Y'all are really out here. Dang. I'm hurt and disgusting. Mm. Is the SRB closed? No. Well, we went in there one time. I'm not going to go in there. You want to go in there? I want to go in there. Okay. Should we take a quiz? We shall. We're taking a quiz called Plan a Day at High School and we'll tell you which stereotype you are. Nothing is better than high school. Uh, by the other Kennedy. Who's the other other Kennedy? Are we talking John? John? Are we John? talking John? Are we talking John? <laughs> are we talking Papa John? Are we talking John Ambrose? Are we talking Baba Kavinsky? <laughs> Like, Brzezinski Kavinsky, we don't know. You won't get all of these inside jokes unless you watch the To All the Boys sequel podcast. Exactly. Or not watch, watch. but listen. <laughs> I didn't even question that. I said, you're starting what? a channel? <sighs> anyway, thank you, the other Kennedy. Hope you're having a good time being the you, other Kennedy. I hope you don't have that Kennedy curse or anything. Like, yeah. God bless you. Oh, If so that's what nervous. you believe in. <laughs> Uh, it's the first day of school. What do you wear? Oh, my God. There's... Okay. So, we were both just joking about the fact that all of these are, like, polyvore spreads. If you know, you know. If you don't, oh, well. I'm sorry. If you still have a Pinterest, you still know what polyvore is. She's still... Um, polyvore, the site, no longer thriving. But her legacy will always be there. There's, like, a hair right here, and I can see it in my vision. And it's really just... You know what? I'll just deal. Okay, outfit number one. This is for my alternative hot topic queens out there. <laughs> this little plaid skirt, this little black crop top that is not dress code approved. Mm-mm. These and little knee socks. Yeah, and those chunky boots. Those like Jeffrey Campbells. And those little nerdy 3D glasses. Let's be honest, those are not prescription. No, absolutely not. Mm-mm. And then the second outfit is very much like me today, I feel. Uh, the black leggings, the big baggy old daddy sweater, the brown combat boots. Never had brown, always had black because that was the way to go. The infinity scarf, the feather necklace is pushing it a bit, and then the brown bag. 
this is like, okay, this is, I had a child when I was 18, and now I'm 23 working at JCPenney. And you know she has a messy bun, you mm-hmm. know. The third one is like very, we knew people that wore that, we know. Mm-hmm. This is like English major if it was 2013, you know? Yeah. This is like long sleeve, crop top, you know, baby pink. It's got those chunky boots again, but they're lace-ups this time. We got, you know, Daisy acid Dudes. Wash, acid wash shorts. Mm-hmm. Is this like a pot leaf backpack? What's the deal? Um, I don't know. Anyways, um, we have round sunglasses. Oh, I had a pair. Mm-hmm. You know, long knee socks, a hat, a black hat, and I guess that's perfume and makeup. It, it reminds me kind of of, like... The first season of American Horror Story when <laughs> Violet would wear like that hat all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess that's a button at the top. I don't know what that is. I, it looks like it's something from Lush, but it's probably a pin. Okay. The next one is very uh, red era Taylor Swift. This is probably it's, who I wanted to be, but I wasn't like a twig. I swear I had a costume because I dressed up like Taylor Swift in like 2013. This is what it almost looked like. Wow. But it has sandals. So it's like that lace top. White lace top and everyone had that shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, got it at Hollister probably. God <laughs> and the high waisted black shorts. The NARS concealer that I used to pay like forty dollars for. <laughs> it's not cruelty free anymore, so I don't buy it. And that looks like an off brand like Chanel bag that you get at Forever Twenty One. <laughs> They probably still have the same. They're ones. probably stuck in like the candy section. Just <laughs> like that place is. The strap is probably halfway about mm-hmm. to break off. And the flower headband. This is taking forever th- for this one question. I know, but it needs to be said. Okay, so this next one is very, like, athletic girl, I feel like, because it's got the baseball tee. This is definitely 2013. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> just, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but go off, honey. But this is 2013. Yeah. yeah. I Like, there's a girl that I can picture in my head that I went to school with that, like, would have worn mm-hmm. this. The denim jacket, the beanie, the black jeans, the little tie bracelet, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. And then the kind of baseball tee, red and gray shirt, the white high top converse, which everybody these days are still wearing. I've I've never never had a pair of white. Mm -mm. No. I only have an all black high high top. Because Katie's alternative. And that was on me being 16 into 21 Pilots. (laughs) And five it seconds of summer when they were Cummings go off. Oh, <laughs> uh, this next one is a pink. Not no. I mean, it is pink, but, but the also, brand. Yeah, the like the they call it the college version of Victoria's Secret, mm-hmm. and it's like flowery. I never even remember them having this type of stuff, but whatever. That looks like leggings, black leggings. I don't know what that brown. What is that brown thing? I think it's a backpack. Anyways, um, and pink converse. I think we can skip the last ones because they're like the boy. Uh, the boy. The boy fits. The, and they're ugly. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All these outfits are quite I mean, I wouldn't wear, uh, wear any of them. Exactly. Yeah. But then, I have to put yourself in like that mindset. Yeah. So if you're a guy listening to this, go back to this quiz and choose your own. <laughs> Literally look or it up. Or if you want to wear the women's, if you want to wear any of these, you know, go off. We don't believe in gender stereotypes. I cannot speak today. Gender stereotype. Um, I'm definitely 
Okay, first of all, two of these outfits I really like. Well, not really like, but... But out of what you have. Yeah, but the scarves are ruining it. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, I, I'm i going to go with the baggy sweater one. That's what I was going to pick. I mean, we're... Whatever. We put... Great minds think alike, you know? Because that's the only one that I really... Like, I probably did wear variations mm. of that, so... Yeah. What do you eat for breakfast? Traditional big breakfast, pancakes and fruit, McDonald's breakfast, porridge and banana... Okay, England, come through. Uh, eggs and toast or cereal. Now, we gotta get in the mindset of us in high school. Where's the no breakfast? I know. <laughs> Where's um, the oatmeal in the car? Also, let's talk about how fake the cereal one looks. Ew, like that, you know that's Elmer's glue for oh, that yeah. cereal to be floating to the top. Um... I never ate it. I mean, I guess cereal would be the closest one. For me, I guess it would be porridge and bananas. Porridge. Porridge. It was like Quaker Oats instant packs, me eating yeah. them in the parking lot. You have an hour free before school starts. Okay. How do you spend your time? That's not on 7.20 school starting times, <laughs> apparently. Uh, play some video games for a while, then get to school early. Meet up with your friend at a nearby park to hang out before school. <laughs> what time is school in England? I'm like, baby, we had to be there at 7.20. No. Sleep in. Sports training. Take your time getting to school, listening to music, and zoning out on the train. Oh, yes. This is England. The, the train in Tennessee. Tra- Take your time on the Music City Star. <laughs> hang out on the school grounds with your friends. This is at Hogwarts. Hang out on the school grounds with your friends, catch up on gossip and copy each other's homework down. It's mental illness, innit? I'm sleeping in. I'm just... <laughs> an hour I mean, But then I'd be pushing it. I would be getting up like 20 minutes before I had to be to school and I would be like throwing myself at the door. I mean, that's how it always was. I said, we can't do this anymore. It's 9am. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> It's it's 9 a.m. and time for your first class. When do you arrive? I mean, I have a 9 a.m. class now, but I'm in college. I have a 9.40 now, but that was not my reality then. <laughs> so early that I beat the teacher to class. I'm just on time. Just as the second bell rings. I'm a minute or two late. Or so late that the teacher almost made me stay after school. Or I didn't <laughs> even go at all. Um, This is on privilege. You know, I was early... Uh, Okay, so in my high school, you weren't, like, early. If you were early, you went to the gym to wait. Like, we would have an area where you wait before the bell rings because we weren't allowed to sit in the parking lot. But, you know, we did. But when the vice principal be coming around, me and, me and baby doll, we'd be like, ooh, we gotta get in. Um, That's wild. Mm-hmm. But once the bell rings, everybody just goes to class. So you're not really, like, early. You're just on time. Yeah, ours, like, we would either, people would wait in the parking lot and, like, talk to people, they would go stand in the commons, which was, like, the equivalent of, like, the gym scenario, or they would go in the cafeteria and have breakfast. Yeah, this is bringing up a lot of memories, because we would, so the commons is right outside the gym, and so when me and my sister would, like, when everybody was told, like, to go inside, by that point, it was too late to already go in the gym, so we'd just stand in the commons, which nobody really, the teachers didn't like, but they didn't stop us either way. They didn't take us down. Mm. I'm going to say I'm just on time. Uh, 
I think when my mom would drive me on Beyond Time, but like when it was me driving, I was like always a couple minutes late. Mm. Time for morning tea. <laughs> what do you eat with your morning tea? A sandwich. A packet of chips. Shouldn't it be crisps? Excuse Crisp. me. A muffin. A crumpet. Um, a hot snack from the canteen. Ooh, okay. My entire lunch or something healthy. So, what time is morning tea? Is this a lunch type of deal? I feel like that's, deal? like, snack time. We don't get snack time. I Ours mean, you just eat when you want. Yeah, just or just go to lunch. Um, I don't know. I guess, like, a packet of chips. I don't know. A packet. A packet. <laughs> it's a bag of chips. It's a bag of chips in the <laughs> South. I'm going to go with the Muffin and Otis Smoke Myers. I honestly... I don't know. I'm just going to say chips. Like, we didn't have snacks. You just ate lunch. My school had a cafe. And, like... Absolutely. <laughs> it was for the culinary students. Like, we had a cafe, so some teachers, the cool ones, would let you order, like, from the cafe. So people would be like, I want a cinnamon roll. Or people would get these things called a heart attack. So it was a sausage biscuit with the hash brown casserole, and then they would put gravy on top. I'm like, y'all about to die. Michelle Obama would not approve. Absolutely not. You get in trouble during your next class. What for? Constant talking. Shouting out answers. Passing notes. No one does that anymore. Not finishing your homework. Texting during class or arriving late. Again, I do... I, I never got in trouble in high school. Apparently. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, there were a few times where, you know, me and my friends... If, if my friends and I got in a class together, if we got stuck together, you know, we get a little chatty. So I'm going to say constant talking. I would agree. Like, I would text during class sometimes, but I was slick. Like, I, mm, ooh, I was, you know, I was a goody two-shoes in high school and, you know, all throughout middle and elementary. So, you know, I would not be trying that. We were allowed to have our phones out after freshman year, but, like, mm. some teachers would be like, I don't want to see it or I'm taking it up. Mm. But, like, kids don't follow in this example but you know a queen would always have her phone slid down the front of her binder and I would really just be having a time yeah I my school was strict this is why I never found like high school shows relatable in the sense that like they'll be texting or on their phones in the hallways like between classes and my school was just too strict we weren't even allowed to do that they didn't care about that like at all mm. like we had a dress code the first two years I think but that was like the only strict element of my school that's not how it was in mine time for your favorite class it's your favorite because it allows me to be creative I enjoy the subject itself I'm best at it it's an easy pass and the least boring the teacher's really lenient or all my friends are in this class ooh what was my favorite class in high school mine was probably English okay so I really liked English but sometimes I'd be too nervous in there because I think I'm just dumb. But art class, I had one art class in high school, and it was so fun. And I loved the teacher. Yeah. And, you know, I have to say, me and my friend, we were kind of the best. Just saying. We, were the, <laughs> we worked so hard on our drawings and all that in every art uh, piece that she would let us, like, turn it in late just so it could be late because she knew we were taking our time with it. So we would always turn ours in late, and she would be like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. I drew 11 from Stranger Things. Move as, over, Picasso. Mm -hmm. Katie's coming for your job. Yeah. So I guess I'll say it allows me to be creative. 
But sometimes when all my friends were in the class, that's when it was a time. Yeah. I always think of, like, 11th grade English was, like, so I'm going to go with when all my friends are in the class. That's how it was for English with uh, my friends. Lunchtime. Today, you're buying from the canteen. What do you get? Okay, so we're buying from the a la carte line at my high school. Tuna wrap, steak sandwich, chicken salad, burger and chips combo, vegetarian pizza, or cheesy tomato pasta. Well, I'll already say that none of this was ever an option nope. at my high school. Agreed. Um, we had one line, one option each day. You know, there was no pick or choose. You got what you got. I, that's why I always took my lunch. But out of all these options, um, ew, I'm like not really into any of this. They're all kind of gross. I mean, burger and, chi- and burger and chips. Now it's what's what's a chip to you, lady or man, whoever's doing this? Kennedy, explain. Yeah, I'll do a burger and chips, but you know, I wouldn't be eating that at school. But you. I was going to say vegetarian pizza, but that looks rank. So I'm going to go with um, the cheesy tomato pasta. She kind of looks manky, too, as the Brits would say. But, you know, here we go. It looks like those noodles are a little hard. They look like it just looks, you know. It's the last day. It's the last class of the day, and you'll be watching a movie. What are you doing during it? Taking notes and paying attention. I mean, doesn't it depend on the movie, though? Mm -hmm. Critiquing and criticizing the production. We ain't in college yet. Sleeping, of course, staring out the window, bored, quietly talking to my friends, or watching the movie and actually kind of enjoying it. Well, it depends on the movie. I think I liked any day where we didn't have to do anything, so I'm going to go with watching it and kind of enjoying it. Um, sometimes I'd be staring out the window, but, you know, we had, like, the only window we had were, like, the doors to outside the school. I'm just, like, watching the movie and actually kind of enjoying it. Why not? School is done for the day. What will you do now? Chill out at home and play video games. What is up with video games in this? Hang out at a friend's house. Go shopping with friends. Hang out at a local park with friends and family. Okay, parks are big. Get an early start on my assignments for the term. Or I have more sports training. What's... Why not just do homework? Why does it have to be get an early start on my assignments? I... Well, it's the first day of school. Oh, it is? Mm -hmm. Is that what it said? We wouldn't be getting assignments yet in high school. Um, I guess, well, if it's the first day, my friends and I would always, like, hang out. So, I guess hang out at a friend's house. Um, I was a band child, so I would have been at school until, like, 5.30. So, I'm going to just go with sports training, even though it should be (laughs) extracurricular, but okay. What'd you get? This is a fat lie. I mean, mine's a fat lie, too. (laughs) The popular one. (laughs) Like, this is so not even. You find it easy to get along with everyone. You don't tend to follow the crowd and are often found leading by example rather than jumping on the trend train. Okay. You're a pretty simple person are equally introverted as you are extroverted. You try to help out your loved ones as much as you can and never want to disappoint them, especially your family. I don't know about that. If that is a Taylor Courage. Popular. I got the rebel. (laughs) I see it. You're the adventurous type who isn't afraid to confront people and do what is best for you. You like to have fun and can be quite impulsive, but you never let life get you down. You persevere through obstacles and are resilient and enjoy the highs of life. I mean, in high school, I don't even know about that now. Katie was wild. I don't know about that. 
She is wearing plaid pants, so she is a rebel. She said... Rebel without cause. Radio rebel. Debbie could <laughs> never. She could never. Mm-mm. We hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Follow us on Twitter at... Courage and Doll. And check out our website. CourageDollPodcast.wixsite.com slash now playing. And if you don't have Twitter, but you still want to tell us your thoughts, then email us. CourageDollPodcast at gmail.com. And subscribe. Mm-hmm. Bye.